0: You are tuned in to the Grit and Bear It podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to covering the 11-time, no, 12-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times, unfocused hockey talk. Now here's your host, Richard Blosser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Bear It podcast. It is a Monday, November 13th. Gosh, November 13th. Where does the season go before we know it? We'll be talking about Christmas and then New Years and the All-Star break and where does the season go? Week 5 in the NHL. It is week 5 in the NHL. Just goes by so quickly. Goes by so quickly. That was a horrible um horrible my Gosh, I really botched that. Anyway, can't stop it now because we're live. Anyway, welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. The first and only podcast devoted to the 12-time Carter Cup champions, the Hershey Bears, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you so much to them. And, um, well, we're finally back at it, everyone. After a solid week of nothing. (laughs) After a solid week of... No Bears games, just practices. Nothing happened. I mean, nobody got called up. Nobody got called up. Everything was fine. Everything's fine with us. So, yeah, let's get right into the week that was. Well, during the week itself, there wasn't really all that much. Okay, well, there was. First off, let's get to this. The Capitals are getting injured. And before all of you... All of you start going, "Oh, here we go again. The Capitals are going to drain the Bears tank once again. It'll be 2021 all over again." I'll oh, stop. No. It's okay, guys. We got this. This is why we signed people during the offseason. Okay? This is why we signed people. This is why we did this. So, the Capitals are getting through some injuries. Um, of course, the big one being Nicholas Backstrom, who is taking time away from hockey for medical and personal reasons. For those of you who don't know, this man had reconstructive hip surgery about a year and a half ago. It's the same surgery that put Ryan Getzlaff out of commission. And the shelf life for Backstrom was about maybe another season, season and a half tops before you just can't do it no more. Because the operation that was done to his hips was to be able to make him normal. By normie standards. To be able to walk. To be able to play with his kids. To be able to bend down and tie his shoes. But to be able to play hockey normal? No. There's a very limited shelf life. And it looks like that life is almost up. He's on LTIR. Otherwise known as Mike Robodub Islands. Ready the boats. Ready the boats like the boats at the end of Lord of the Rings that sends Frodo to the Great to the great Island. So will happen to Nikolai Backstrom. And I say this as a yinzer. I completely love Nikolai Backstrom. I love his game. I like what he goes out and does. He is a number two to Ovechkin. He knows it, and he's damn good at what he does. And he will be missed. He absolutely will be missed. He'll be one great russian hockey player great at what he does i sort of have a thing for centers who can do their job really well so yeah that meant you know the capitals are going to need some some help as well nick doubt you know is finally coming back but capitals just still just keep getting injured you know these things tend to happen i mean i don't like it any more than than the rest of you do but um So, Hunter Shepard got called up because Darcy Kepner is is a bit dinged up, is a bit banged up. He's not doing too well. And um, someone explain to me again why the Capitals paid him all that money during the offseason. Someone please explain that to me. Anyway, I'm being bitter by that. So, Hunter Shepard gets called up and... Made his second start with the Capitals, both of them being against the New Jersey Devils. No, well, against New Jersey, and he went up against the Islanders on a on a Saturday night. Good for him. But um, some other injuries have been coming to pass as well. Um, Nick Anke Kubel had to get called to get called up because of um, trying to find it here on a uh, Capitals PR. Assuming it's on, um, it's on here. Uh, but for whatever reason, he got called up. Great, great. So, and the Capitals got another, had to do another call up because Martin Fivjari left the game early on a Sat on, on a Friday night. Lovely. So Dylan Micklewath got called up. Our big daddy Dylan Micklewath got called up, and you know what? And honestly, good for him. Glad the Capitals like him. To bring that toughness and that grit, and, and, um, you know, the thing the coaches like, you know, that they like, you know, other, you know, in certain players like him. So, yeah, the Bears are missing some, some of their key pieces here, but you know what? Nobody cares. <laughs> no one's gonna care. I hate to break it to everyone, and I'm sorry if that segment was a little bit messy, but, um, The plain truth of it is, Bears fans, nobody's going to shed any tears. Because everybody else in the league is going to go through the same damn thing we are. Guys are going to get called up. And you know what? To quote Tyrion Lannister from from, uh, Game of Thrones, then make do. Make do with what you got. And that's what coach Todd Mike Nelson had to do on Saturday night as we went back into action to take on those no-good, dirty Lehigh Valley Phantoms all the way down 78 to the PPL Center, the Bears' first visit to the corner of 7th and Hamilton. I've been there. And this will be interesting to see how the Bears handle it because once upon a time, boys and girls, before the Corona Nation attacked, before the Fire Nation attacked, the PPL Center was not a place where the Bears won very often and not a place where I like to venture to. I've been there, but um, the reason being why I don't like the PPL Center a lot, it's loud. It's it, it's loud and annoying. Now, I can deal with ratty fan bases. I can t- deal with rowdy fan bases. The PPL Center and the Phantoms organization love to tap into... That Philly versus the world mentality. The Phantoms versus everyone else. Everyone else is out to get us. So we're going to fight back and F you. And here come the Hershey Bears. Let's give them a Lehigh Valley welcome. Boo! I love your booze. I drink it all the time. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Sorry, I became Hulk Hogan there. Hollywood Hulk Hogan there for a second. Sorry. But anyway... That's a type of atmosphere that you go in there. And they have a big NHL type presentation before every game, and that's good that they have the ability to do that. Their sound system is pointed directly at the fans at all times. So, yeah, it can be a bit much in my opinion. And just again, that that in your face style, the constant let's go phantoms and yeah, they do it more than the bears do. They get their fans into it a lot. But the whole, again, in-your-face all the time, the Phantom's energy crew or its weird bearded guy, the constant reminder that they're the Flyers affiliate and all over the place, the narrow hallways, it just it gets to be a bit much at times. All that being said, yeah, I'm going to try and get back there sometime this year because I haven't been there since the dark days of the pandemic. When he stares out into the void of 2020 and wonder where his life went wrong. But anyway, so we go on, go into the drum. I'm there watching on a Saturday night. Lots of hockey on a Saturday night. Lots of American Hockey League. Lots of NHL action. And I love it. And I love it. And we get underway there at the PPL Center. And oh my God, that's a ton of advertising there on the ice. I mean, Lehigh, are you hurting for money that much? Are they really hearing from my... And oh my god, what are, the, what are those warm-up jerseys they're wearing? It's white and it's green and it's covered in advertisements. European leagues would take a look at that and go, well, take it down a notch. European leagues would say that's a bit much. Ugh, god, remind me why, again why I want to go to this place. Oh yeah, they have a Rita's Italian ice in the corner, that's why. But we get underway... They're at the Electrodrome as the Phantoms are wearing those... Oh, God, they're wearing those white jerseys. The white bodies with the orange and black and blue accents with black nameplates with white lettering and, and black numbers on them. For God's sakes, Phantoms, just wear flyers knockoffs. That's where you're going anyway. All right, you... Y- y- you pretty much have that with your orange and black jerseys, and I keep saying it, and I'm going to say it over and over again. Just copy the Flyers jerseys and get it over with. It's going to happen. But anyway, we're underway there in the first, and a lot of a feeling out process between these two teams. The Bears don't have Dylan, Dylan Micklerath in, in the lineup, but try to move a few bodies in because, well... This is a back-to-back there, ladies and gentlemen. And you got and again, you gotta make do. Dmitry Ozlopov gets slotted into the lineup. Ryan Hoffer gets gets thrown in. And this is a time where your depth's gonna pay off. Garrett Rowe, he's in. He's in. And it's a real feeling out process. But I like the Bears are doing what they do best. You know, just winning, winning those puck battles. Not afraid of going into the boards. Fighting along the boards and getting. The pucks and working themselves into open spaces and controlling the tempo of the game, and that's exactly what they were doing there. They're in inly high, and mid midway through the first, the Scarbosa works it off, throws it to, throws it out there in front, chipped around, and it's in! It's into the net, and the Bears score. It looks like there was a scramble, and the goalie fell over, and it's in. The Phantoms are are, are are arguing. They 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 want to pen they say no goaltender interference. But the ref right there points and it's in. And we go to the videotape and the goalie what what's his name? What's is that Cal Peterson? No, it's not. That's not Cal Peterson. He's injured. Well, let's see. The Phantoms rolled with Parker Ginning. Parker Genning, okay, spent last season with the, two seasons ago with the Milwaukee Admirals, former Colorado Eagle, former Toronto Marley, very brief, and very brief with the uh, San Jose Barracuda. Okay, he's a traveling goalie, I wonder why, but he fell backwards and it kind of reminded me of that, that like, Okay, I'm not sure it's a character a lot of people were like, but it's it's the Bumblebee character off, off of the Simpsons. Simpsons, it's a Spanish Bumblebee guy who always gets himself into trouble, and it's just like he's f- backwards, and you can hear him going, whoa, whoa, whoa! And he just as he as the goalie falls backwards and tries to get the puck, he ends up slapping it in as the puck just sat there and died in his crease. Who cares? It's one nothing. Who cares? One nothing. I don't care. It's the Phantoms, it shuts him up. I don't have to hear that goal horn. And the Phantoms offense just can't get going. Just absolutely can't. They get the puck into the zone. The Bears are able to get sticks in lanes, bodies in front. Clay Stevenson is playing nice. He's really good with his rebound control. That's gotten a lot better. Garrett Wilson's been neutralized. Wade Allison. Wade Allison's still there? Wade Allison, I think you but anyway he's not able to do much Adam Gennin can't do anything Cooper Morty can't do anything the Bears are neutralizing everything and I love it and we head into the second period period we go and and Elliot Dijonuner is taking the puck in in comes to Dem- Chizapa and bam runs him oh my goodness oh keep your head up kid oh my gosh. Skated forward, head down, and it, it was clean. It was absolutely clean, and Dimitri just runs him over. I'm not doing the wrecking ball thing. I'm not. And Ronnie Atard comes over and goes, That's it! No one does this! Let's go! Fist up, and Dim- Oh, Bob is just slamming and throwing and throwing, and probably cursing at him in Russian, and it's Fantastic. Fighting for each of them. We hear the bell ringing. The bell ringing and they play 2000's hard rock, hard rock, dude bro music. God, I miss when the Giant center did this. And a, ni- and a nice fight. Decent enough fight between Dimitri and Ronnie Attard and they sit each five minutes for fighting. Good on them. You think this would spark the Phantoms? No, it didn't. The Bears kept playing, playing their game. Their game, dump taken, crossing feeds, broken up, shots on clay, swallowed and held, no rebounds. Any power play that came up for the Phantoms did absolutely nothing. Nothing. The Bears, well, they didn't do too much better. But, hey, we're up one nothing. We're up one nothing. Midway second, Aaron Ness, Logan Day, Gets over Logan Day. Logan Day down low. Pietrak Dubay skates it down in the corners. Skates around beyond the net. Wraps around and it's in. Pietrak Dubay with the wraparound slides it underneath and it's two nothing Hershey. Pietrak Dubay, what a find for the Hershey Bears. Makes it two two nothing Hershey two in Allentown. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. Trick Dubay with his fifth. Logan Day his first assist of the season. Aaron Ness his third. Two nothing Hershey. Midway through the game. Through the game, and boy, is Dubay turning into a really good steal from the Bears. Montreal just let this guy walk. Montreal just let him walk. Funny how that works. Into the third period we go, and I'm watching this on the edge of my seat. Well, it's two nothing, and the bears are dominating. yeah, but this is Lehigh. this is Allentown. I've seen bears lose in dumb, stupid ways in this building. I don't trust it, and we play on into the th- the third Bears are just playing their game. they do- need to do oh look, Chase Presky goes off for holding. Yeah, wrapped around the guy, but thankfully the Lehigh Valley power play ain't 26 in the league for nothing and aren't able to do really anything. And the clock ticks off. Tick, 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 tick. And of course, this game gets extended a little bit long because this, this is a television game in Lehigh due to service channel 69. Nice. And all right, clock keeps ticking down. The Bears are still getting sticks in lanes. They're still playing great. Hard hitting. Not letting Lee I get really do anything. Why is that him getting all alone in the slot? He shoots far off by Clay Stevenson. You know he's playing very, very well. Zach on, on the bro- broadcast. You know, Clay just shut the door on the Phantoms. No, Zach, don't. Don't do this, Zach. Okay? Don't. Don't do this. Don't... You said last year, don't poke the bear. Don't poke the gods. You know what'll happen. But clock takes ticking away. Eight minutes, seven minutes, six, five minutes, three minutes. Off comes the goalie. Okay. Off comes the goalie. Six on five for the, for the Phantoms. Bears still getting in the lanes. Forcing everything out to the boards. Anything to the boards, guys. Staple gun... Gun. Them to the boards. Just killing off clock. Works the puck around. knock back out to the point. Ethan Frank golf shot from center ice. Ethan, what are you doing? Golf shot and lands way wide of, of the net. Of the net. And the clock continues to run down. 10 seconds left. Puck out of the zone. Thrown all the way down and it's going, going into the into the phantom zone. 4, 6, Four, to five. What am I doing? Seven, six, five. Icing waved off. Icing waved off. That'll do it. Three, two, one. That's the end of the game. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Phantoms. Bears win it. Two nothing the final. And Clay Stevenson once again with the shutout. Your three stars. Mike Vecchione with a goal. Clay Stevenson with a shutout going 24 for 24. And Pietric Dubé, first star. Those two should be changed. Changed as well. And Bears win it to get their third straight win over the boys in orange and black. And I am here for this. Great game by the guys. Another outstanding Road effort. Road effort. And, hey, it's it's not Wilkes-Barre, so we can go out there and win against them. And, again, this is a PPL center. It's not a place where the Bears have won a lot in the past, but to show that they can go on the road down a good, a good amount of their regulars and just get a win on the road in unfriendly territories. Nice job, guys. And the Bears pull off the win. Good on them as they extend... Their winning streak, I think that up to about four games now. Four games for the boys on a winning streak, doing very nice. Still number one in the league for a reason. And we take that on to Sunday. On to Sunday night night, and a very special night. And what's so special about it? I'm not wearing... No, we're not doing that. But I'll tell you why right after this. All right, Bears fans, it is time to bet on some sweet, sweet hockey action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League. I know for weeks I've been able to talk about, you know, the NFL and its sweet betting action, but DraftKings doesn't only go for the NFL. They put some sweet action on that on the hockey as well. Plenty of games for you to choose. Choose from on a Monday's a little light with some Islanders and Oilers. Maybe you want a little bit of late-night action. Colorado and Seattle as well. Or maybe you take it all the way to Wednesday. Maybe bet on some road flyers action as they take on the Caroli- Carolina Hurricanes. Or maybe the next time the Capitals Capitals play against against the Vegas Golden Knights and they come into Capital One on a Tuesday you can bet some sweet action on them, whether you can take an over-under in that game, or betting, or Vetchkin might actually get a goal. Doesn't matter. The choice is up, up to you on whenever and however you want to bet at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. And new customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting $5 on hockey. That's code THPN, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling, call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. See slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms. Responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL sealed are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. All right, Bears fans. The season's upon us. It's that time of year. Friends and everyone get together for holiday and cheer. But you also need gifts as well. As we're inching ever closer and closer to Black Friday, early Black Friday deals are over and, well, just regular Black Friday deals will soon be available. It may be too early to start decorating, although me personally, once we get past Election Day, it's fair game. But it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. The earlier, the better. So why not take care of it now, now before you have to go to stores, and wind up on somebody's TikTok, Instagram, or become a Facebook live story. Well, what if I were to tell you you could get some deals, best deals of the season, way before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. That's right. You heard me talk about Raycon products in the past all the way out there in the summer when I was talking about taking for a walk out there in the summer and these products would be able to stay in my ear and fit quite well. I enjoy, enjoy the everyday earbuds as you're able to walk to walk around, whether it's me doing stuff around the house or just taking a walk to get those steps in. in. They fit comfortably in my ear. They seamlessly fit with, with my star, s- smartphone and I can enjoy whatever Whatever podcast or music I am listening to, they are easy to charge and easy to slide slide in and out. No discomfort. Great product. Great product to use. Raycon was fir- first made by the name himself in the audio space with products like the like I just said, the everyday earbuds. Or if you're you don't want to do earbuds, they offer great wireless headphones as well for you to enjoy. Their five star reviewed Magic One Eighty cable allows you to charge. Charge OIS, micro USB, and Type C devices eight times faster with the 100 watt power delivery. Folks, I use my charging cables all the time to load to load up and keep my phone going. Because well, don't we all need it? You need fast charging, and this is the way to go with their five star reviewed Magic 180 cable. Raycon's known for giving high quality and thoughtful de- thoughtful devices, and we can get you in the holiday. Spirit by shopping early. Raycon is offering 20% off of everything on their site with select products of up to 50% off. So beat the crowds, crowds, or at least the online line crowd crowds. You don't want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com THPN to get 20 to 50% off site wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. To score 50% off Raycon products at buyraycon.com slash THPN. And we're back here on the Grit and Bear It podcast. Thank you so much to our sponsors, both at DraftKings and at Raycon. All right. So, it's time to head to Sunday. And it's a very special game here at the Bears. The annual, minus the pandemic, the 5th annual Hockey fights cancer night for the Bears. I always try to look for whenever this is done on the calendar. Because I love wearing the Lavender Bears jersey, Hampus Gustafson. Jersey that I have stored away here in the old closet. Love to break it out whenever I need to. That jersey has a lot of mileage on it. Especially a year ago when I traveled out to Vegas. I was out there at the New York, New York. Sleeping in. Working on the morning grabbing donuts for the missus before we'd head out and venture out onto the strip and try to take in everything the strip offered. God, I miss Vegas. But does it miss me? It misses my money. But does it miss me? <sighs> <sighs> anyway, anyway, back to the important issue at hand. Hockey Fights Cancer Night is always really big around the Bears fan base. As you hear in the outro, the show is dedicated to all the Bears friends, family, family, and community that has been affected by cancer. It is probably one of the biggest nights where we all just come together for a common cause because all the Bears fan base has been affected by one way or another. So Hockey Fights Cancer Night, when it was previously breast cancer where. Wearing night, wear pink, wear lavender, doesn't matter because it's for a good cause. And the Bears, of course, were going to wear specialty jerseys for this. And uh, myself, back up on press row for the game. Uh, You can tell some people were a little bit tired. The broadcasters were a little bit tired because it was a quick turnaround for them. God bless Zach and Bob for what they do. (laughs) And um, and that... Now I got to hear a couple couple of stories from them and heard that the Phantoms don't do a Hockey Fights Cancer Night. Interesting. Really. They don't. That can't be right. Let me look over there. Let's see. Uh, Phantoms, promotions, da, 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 pride night, okay, racing night. Okay. okay, there is no Hockey Fights Cancer Night for the Phantoms. Awkward, but okay. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And the Bears are wearing lavender jerseys this year. White body with a lavender shoulder yoke, lavender waist stripe, lavender numbers, darker purple numbers. And I got to admit, these look nice. Better than years past. Better than years past. We all remember the chocolate with lavender outlines. I'm looking at you, Parker Milliner. We all remember those. We remember the awkward chocolate brown, white, and lavender numbers that were worn last year. Remember those? I'm just saying. Can't we have a good, just with all the design that we have, just to make a good Hockey to Cancer jersey. But we got one this year, and the Bears wear it out, and it's it's warm-ups only. Okay. Okay. It it doesn't matter. It's for a good cause. It does not matter. And I'm up there on Press Row. Enjoyed a good meal. Enjoyed the boys skating out there. There's a lot of people up here on Press Row. It is a far cry from when I think last Saturday I was up there and it's just myself, the guy from Genius Sports, and um, Jesse Lieberman and Keith Coyne were up there. There was only four people up there the last time I was up there. Now there's nine. It's not, oh, this person might not show up. These It did show up. Local television there. It's a Fox 43 game. Todd Sadowski, how you doing? And CBS is here. ABC is here. Ali Probe's is here. Scouts from San Jose. And what's Stefan Gianta doing here? He's repping Tampa Bay? Good for him. Good for him. Didn't talk to him. Good for game. We have another TV on. We have Lord Football here on both televisions. And I'm watching the Baltimore Ravens go down in flames to the... Cleveland Browns, oh, urinating tree is going to have so much fun with that. But we get underway. And I look at my phone. Oh, Mike Vecchione's been a late-minute scratch. Wait, what? Mike Vecchione's not playing tonight? The dreaded lower body injury enlisted as (laughs) day-to-day? So, we lost one of our main pieces. (laughs) Okay, we'll be fine. We'll be fine here tonight. Well, just so... Just so you know, Bears fans, we have a four-game stre- winning streak. Let me just try and bring this up here for a second. That uh, Let's see, the Bears, you know, have a lot going on right now. They have a, uh, the Bears are 5-1 and one on home ice, a five-game winning streak at home. Yeah, we've won three consecutive times for the Hockey Fights Cancer Night. Oh, boy. And we've had three straight games against the Lehigh Valley Phantoms that we've won. (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's going to be fine. And we get underway. Get underway on an emotional night. And, oh boy. The boys are starting off slow. Passes aren't connecting. It's a 2 o'clock start after a Saturday night game. Both teams are feeling a little sluggish, but... The Phantoms, you know, are sort of a little sluggish, and the Bears are really getting shots in as well as their... Who's in net for them, for the Phantoms? That's not the guy we faced the night before. It is, checks notes, Nolan Meyer. Who the hell is Nolan Meyer? Any relation to Timo Meyer? Now, let me go back here and check out... Where's this guy from? What's he done? Uh, spend time in Redding. Let's see. Uh, he's from Minnesota. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, all right, all right. New fresh goaltender. We can take him. And we send out Clay Stevenson. I thought we'd send out Mitch Gibson. Nope. All right. We'll be fine. We'll be absolutely fine. Finding in this. We should be. At least... Least I hope, and in come the Phantoms. In I mean, the Bears are up 11 to 2 on shots, and that's not including a power only with one power play. The Bears are just out working the Phantoms 11 to 2. I mean, the Phantoms only have two shots, and in comes Garrett Wilson on a wraparound, and he th- scores. Garrett Wilson gets a wraparound on Clay. On the Phantoms, third shot of the game after we had nine. Garrett Wilson is third. Rent Gardner his first. Adam gets his fourth assist, and it's one-nothing Phantoms. Prime. Absolutely prime. But okay, okay. We were down against Bridgeport. We'll be fine. We'll be good. Let's just get our legs going. Bears are starting to do a lot of this Financiac passing. Bears get two power plays to start some power plays going. And ugh, do we miss Mike Vecchione that much? I mean, who they put in the bumper spot there? Who'd they move up? The, Dubay's on the first? No. That's Trenny. Trennyev's on the first line? First power play line? What in the name of Frank Mathers are we doing? But into the second, Phantoms are starting to get their legs going. They're really pressing back against the Bears. Bears, and I know what's going to happen with this game. And in Logan Day chips on to Ivan Maryshenko, works himself into the slot and says, I've had enough of this crap. Wines fires? He scores! Ivan Maryshenko is Miro, Miro crush. Crush Orange Boy. I was going to say Orange Boy as it didn't say. Right. Crush Orange Phantoms. Ivan Maroshenko gets his third. Logan Day gets his second. Jake Messi gets his second. And tie game? Tie game. Awesome job. Awesome job. And um, I kind of skipped ahead again some, something here. Um, during the first, during one of the delays in action, we had during the uh, media timeout because we had some extra ones because Fox 43, hmm? um, Garrett Rowe told his story. About how he lost his mother to cancer. He wears 65 because June 5th is his mother's birthday. Very touching story out of Garrett Rowe. And good on him. And amidst all the stuff I'm about to talk. Having this moment moment of seriousness. Great job for Garrett Rowe to come out and tell his story. And why he wears his number in honor of his mom. Who he lost to cancer. And I can relate to this. As me losing my, grand, my grandmother to Alzheimer's. And doing this show in her name. The show is dedicated to Patricia Blosser, my grandmother. And the way that Garrett Rowe does this for his mom. It's a great story. And a great moment of the night. Regardless what happens. Fans stood up and cheered for Garrett. As he was standing there for a face off. He waved back to the fans. And you could tell he got choked up he was really holding it back and you love to see stuff like that very emotional very serious but we got to play hockey got to help that man score scores a goal to the, tonight good on him and good by the bears organization back to the action into the second period it's tied up at 1 all right we'll be fine we uh we got this but just a few minutes later, Garrett Wilson goes underneath the goal line, finds Radner, out of the circles, winds, fires, and he scores! Wow! A head hunting. Is that a... No, that's low stick side. I think Clay might want that one back. I think. Rhett Gardner gets his third of the season. Garrett Wilson with an assist. Helge Grains. H-E-L-G-E, Let's see here. Oh, he played with the Ontario Reign last year. Good on him. Okay. 2-1. Phantoms take the lead again. And are just making things annoying for the Bears. It's the exact opposite of the night before. The Bears aren't winning puck battles. They're not passing with purpose and just an absolute clunker of a game. Riley Sutter decides to take things of his own hand, just come over and nails Ronnie Atard right into the boards. Wow. You hear the roar from the fans. Atard's trying to get up and shove Sutter out of the way. You motherfucker. Where you want to go? I see a glove fly off. Sutter drops the gloves. And comes Garrett. Wilson, the captain, and go, all right, let's go. And Riley's like, wait, whoa, whoa, just start swinging and throwing. And Sutter, Sutter's like, I don't want you. Hey, I don't want to fight you. I want to fight a it. Tard. Tard. And the two get split up. Garrett gets two minutes, a two, a 10, and a five. Not a bye, but he gets 10 minutes for a game, uh, gets 10 minutes for instigating And the Bears get a power play out of it. One of... Four power plays for the period. And... I know I joked about Ivan Maryshenko, who would shoot and couldn't hit anything. Couldn't hit anything. But this is where you see the eyes start spinning and the power play just not doing much. The Phantoms just breaking up passes. No clean entries into the zone for the Bears. Absolutely none. And I'm like... This is turning into a do game. This is turning into an absolute do game. And I'll explain. Into the third period we go. It's still 2-1. We can still get back into this. We can still get back into it. Into this. Cooper Morty finds John Randall. Avard who slaps it in. On a 2-1-2 rush. Cooper Morty draws the defense over to the boards, throws a crossing feed, and Avon, Avon Products, gets it into the net where Clay Stevenson is left to die in his crease. John Avon, wait, did I write that down correctly? Number 16, yep. John Rendell, Avon, Avon Salesman, makes it, gets his third of the season. Cooper Morty gets his sixth. The Bears take a penalty to go on the power play. Okay, all we got... Alex Lemos goes off for hooking. Okay. The Phantoms have the worst power play in the league. All right. All we got to do is kill this off. We scored two goals again against Bridgeport. And who left Cooper Morty alone on the faceoff circle? Shoots and he scores. This power play is ranked... Wait, let me see here. Me, this power play is ranked... Let's see here. Da, 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 da. 20, oh, 20th, The power play is ranked twentieth in the league. Before they were only twenty six. Well, okay, maybe their power plays half decent. Anyway, yeah, four one, and I'm like, this is a due game. The Phantoms were due for a win against the Bears. The Bears were due for an absolute clunker. We were due for a bad game. And boy, did we have it. Clock runs out as the Bears can't do jack for the rest of the third. Oh, we got a power play late. Adam Gennin goes off for two minutes for for misconduct for disputing a decision. He got two minutes for being a bitch. Can we do anything with, with it? Heck no. What's a man advantage? What's passing with purpose? I'm not going to yell shooting because, well, we can't even get ourselves in good shooting lanes. We had 14 shots in the first period, but we only had 16 the other two because we couldn't set up in the offensive zone. On the boards, we got pushed around. We had pucks stripped from us. Neutral zone carries were broken up. Royal Road passes from one end of the ice to the other thinking where Coachella Valley were either off the mark, skipped sticks, or did or did nothing. Bears lose 4-1 the final to the Phantoms as the Phantoms get their first win over the Bears on the season. Third star goes to Ivan Maryshenko for a goal, and he's a cancer survivor. He is, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Nolan Meyer gets second star, going 29 for 30. And Rhett Gardner... Gets first star with a goal and an assist. And, oh yeah, Garrett Wilson has a Gordie Hal hat trick, which is a goal, an assist, and a fight. So, I'm not going to get upset, and I'm not going to f- be freaking about over this loss. Because you felt it coming. We were due. A bad game's a bad game. It's a clunker. These things tend to happen. And, boy, was Coach upset. And I'm down there. I'm in the press room, and... Todd Sadowski's asking a few questions and, you know, like, you know, your thoughts on the performance tonight. Well, if I told you everything I didn't like, we'd be here all night. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, there were a lot of things I didn't like tonight. (laughs) No kidding, coach. Uh, Yeah, Rich, you want to ask a question? Uh Oh, God, I'm staring down the beast. He's upset. Uh, Just, just a... ask him a generic question about how they're going to handle practice during the week don't look into his eyes i kid coach i kid it was sort of intimidating because i haven't been down there for a loss yet and i just didn't really know how to handle it down there i didn't no audio this week everyone as it was a uh, jersey auction week and everybody you know wanted to get out of there which is fine It was actually cool to see a couple of Phantoms out in the hallway. I was like, good game, you guys. Good game. We'll get you next time. They're like, yeah, see ya. And one really cool thing, I got to see their post-game meal, which was out in the hallway. The Phantoms beat the Bears 4-1. What do they get for their troubles? Ten boxes of pizza! That's what you get for winning? Pizza? Well, I guess pizza goes to victors. Good on them. Absolutely good on them. But, again... I'm not going to get upset and freak out like you've heard me do sometimes because the Phantoms absolutely earned this. They went out there and got the win. We were due. Let's rest, regroup, and move on. We're on to Wilkes-Barre, everyone. We're on to Wilkes-Barre. So let's go over the standings before we take a look at this upcoming week. The Bears are still in first place with 18 points at 9-4 and on the season, leading the Atlantic. In second place is the Hartford Wolfpack, which their head coach is now going to be coaching up in uh, Edmonton. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh no, no, not not the Condors. No, he's going all the way up north to the big oil drum there in Alberta. Mm-hmm. Good luck, coach. Uh, the Wolfpack are seven, three, and two with sixteen points on the season. Also with sixteen points is the Springfield Thunderblades at seven, six, and one. And fourth place is the Providence Bruins with 15 points at 6-4-1. In fifth place is the Charlotte Checkers who are out in California for the next week and a half at 7-3 with 14 points on the season. Wilkes-Barre sits in 6 at 6-5-1-0 six, uh, with 13 points. And below the playoff line is the Phantoms at 6 5 Two with 12 points. And dead last is the Bridgeport Islanders. Four, six, and one with nine points. How'd they ever win four? It's a miracle. So um, there's out for the Atlantic. The Toronto Marlies are leading the north. Followed by the Amherst Monsters, Crunch, Senators, Comets, and Le Rocket de Laval, who is probably the worst in the league at three, seven, and one. How'd they ever win three? So that's your stand, your standings as we sit right now on a, on a Monday as well. And the Bears this week, well, we're getting back at it. The lighter schedule of the first half of the month is over. As the Bears will have a healthy amount of games coming up over the next two weeks. Wednesday night, it's back up to Wilkes-Barre. It's Wednesday Wilkes, everyone. Get used to it. As we head back up to the... El- to the arena in the shadow of a mountain. 7 5 start there on a Wednesday. The Bears are back home on Friday night. That's right. It's a Friday night home home game. Clock out and get to the arena as we take on the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. Apparently, it's Yingling Beer Cup Holder Night thing something. Whatever. That and pregame happy hour. <laughs> Lovely. But, hey, credit the Bears for trying something new. The Bears will return the favor on the Bridgeport Islanders as they head back out there on Saturday night to take to take them on as well. And that will lead into the following week, Thanksgiving week, everyone. Lovely. As Wilkes-Barre will actually come down to us for the Thanksgiving Eve game is back, everyone. Rejoice, my friends. Rejoice as the turkey shoot can and will return and then next weekend the iowa wild come to town for a pair of games on a saturday and sunday uh saturday will be college night and sunday team photo and autograph night autograph night and then the bears will go on a road swing to kick off december but we will approach that as the time comes so that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone, for this week. Thank you so much for your times, listens, and downloads. It's really great that you Barrett community support this show so much, and I thank you. Thank you for it. Not sure if we're going to do a Friday face-off or not. We'll see. Just with the way things are going in my life, it's hard to do a Friday show as of right now. But thank you again, everyone. And don't forget, above all else, Go Bears! Make sure you check out my recaps on 717 Sports Media as well. Give me a like and follow on Twitter as well. I do my game updates on the on the podcast Twitter page. And once again, above all else, go Bears! We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network.